everyone. Welcome back to Alpha Academy. Today, we are here with the team behind Say, the first sector-specific layer one blockchain specialized for trading. So Say is also our official partner for Alpha Incubate. And basically, in this episode, we'll discuss why Say is a go-to place for builders to build DeFi projects. So hey, so glad to have you with us today. How are you doing? Hey, I'm great. Thanks so, so much for having me, Yam. I'm excited to talk to Alpha Venture Dow. Very excited to talk to you too. So just so our listeners get to know more about you, can you tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do at Say, and how basically how you got involved in the crypto space? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, and thanks again. This is, this is fun to kind of connect with different communities. So I'm Dan. Some people in crypto know me as Deedle. And my Twitter handle is Deedle, D and then four E's in a row, D-L-E. And I have been in crypto now since kind of before the 2017 bull market. So like beginning of 2017, I mean, I had kind of a winding journey, but I grew up in Wisconsin in a small town and my parents both went to UW-Madison, which is the big public university in Wisconsin. And then I ended up going there as well. I studied marketing and communications and PR and then ended up going to serve in, I, I worked in the nonprofit space. So for several years, I was helping for almost five years, I was helping homeless people in Chicago find employment and keep employment and, and get good jobs and kind of break that cycle of poverty. And I also met my girlfriend at the time in Chicago, and we moved down to Costa Rica. And in Costa Rica, we were also doing service work. We were helping entrepreneurs on a small island in Costa Rica start, start up businesses and help kind of generate income. This island was called Isla de Chira, and Chira was a fishing island. So the whole economy was based off like local, local fishing or, and small-time fishing. And it didn't have, a, it was a really poor island and had kind of it struggled with income. And so we helped them to think about how to diversify the economy. We helped to build up a ecotourism collective of 17 different businesses in Chira and helped them to kind of diversify income and look at other ways to kind of build up their opportunity set. And that was really cool. That was with United States Peace Corps. But also when I was down in Costa Rica, that was when I fell down the, the crypto rabbit hole. I started doing a lot of research into investing in personal finance and emerging technology. And so I started working in the crypto industry by the fall of 2017. So I've had a lot of different roles. I led and founded um, the, the community for Cent for Salt Lending. I don't know if you remember them, but they were kind of one of the OG lending platforms in crypto. And Eric Voorhees was one of the initial advisors. And then I also helped kind of build out their community and help them with marketing. And then eventually I went to found my own marketing company in crypto marketing and PR, Dito Connects. And we worked with clients like MetalPay and Salt. And we helped do AMAs with, with Binance. And we helped communities um, explain kind of how to better position and, and market their network. And then I also was the marketing manager for Block Party, which was a ticketing agency leveraging NFTs. So one of the first NFT protocols for ticketing. And yeah, that's kind of been my journey up until the last several years when I was working in the Cosmos. And so I founded Exidio, which was this, the company building on Sentinel, the decentralized VPN protocol. So Sentinel is a peer-to-peer -peer network for bandwidth, and you can offer bandwidth to the network and get access to decentralized VPN. Uh, and that was the beginning of 2020. And then I helped grow that network. And there were only a couple thousand users when I helped kind of take it over. I was an ERC-20 and I helped us lead the transition to becoming our own sovereign Cosmos-based app chain built on the Cosmos SDK. And I helped scale our, our network. So we had over 500,000 users across the globe. And we really grew the community. 
And that was really exciting. And then I was really looking to continue to work in, in Cosmos, but in DeFi. So I got to know Jay and Jeff early on at the beginning of this year and helped kind of come on to say, am I, I'm leading our ecosystem growth. Wow. That sounds amazing. Like a very interesting journey you had. And thanks for the introduction. So for some listeners who may not know much about Say, can you give us a quick introduction to what it is and like how it was discovered? Like where did the idea of building Say come from? Yeah, no, absolutely. So Say is the first sector-specific layer on blockchain. And what we're doing is when we say sector-specific, we're talking about decentralized finance. We're talking about trading and we're talking about exchanges. So what does that mean, right? So Jay and Jeff were actually looking to build a perpetuals protocol, a, per, a perps contracts protocol on a on chain. And they were looking to build up a perps protocol on different layer ones. And they were looking into Solana. They were looking into Ethereum layer twos. They were looking at what Aptos and Sui were building. They were looking at Near, And they basically realized that there was no good layer one blockchain optimized for trading and exchanges. And they realized that instead of trying to force a application on an existing layer one that doesn't really give the scale and and the throughput that is needed to actually see this succeed and take on millions of users, they decided it's better to actually look from first principles and think about what they can build. And that's where we decided that the biggest opportunity is building a sector-specific layer one blockchain. So say serves as an infrastructure layer for the entire financial future, the future financial system, supporting capital markets. And we're focusing on exchanges to start. Yeah, I mean, that's great. And that makes a lot of sense. Like, And I completely agree. Like we did see a lot of general purpose chains coming out, like 3M, Solana, like where builders mm-hmm. could build like projects in any sector, be it like metaverse, NFT on top. But there weren't many chains that were specifically focused on one sector and really optimize the building experience for builders. So like for say would be DeFi, right? So what makes say the best place to build DeFi projects? What does it offer? Yeah, no, absolutely. And first off, we have to think about what exchanges to date have been the killer app of crypto. This is how we interact with different blockchains. This is how we connect tokens. So whether that's automated market makers, whether that's order books, whether that's NFTs, even in GameFi, the exchanges are what kind of builds these applications. So even in Axie or in Stepin, you need the exchange in the background to be able to function for these uses to succeed. And what we're building is a layer one blockchain that is focused on the needs of exchanges. So we've optimized for latency. And so we've minimized the and shortened the block times. So in a testnet environment with a, a small validator set, we've seen as low as 300 millisecond block times. But right now in our active testnet, we're seeing about 600 millisecond block times. So we've really shortened the block time. And because our funds are settled within one block, like funds are settled to finality within 600 milliseconds. So this actually helps us to match the trading experience on centralized exchanges and helps to make DeFi far more competitive. So that's been the biggest issue with layer one blockchains that, like you said, are our general purpose and don't optimize for trading ex- execution. When we have really shortened block times, we're able to have a far better experience for developers to be able to build applications that are competitive in the, in the marketplace. And then we've also optimized for 
front running. We built an order batch, order batch auctioning where users are able to ensure that their funds are not being front run because if you are posting a, a limit order, then your order is executed at the limit order that you set it to. But if you're buying or selling with a, a market order, if you're the taker of the a trade, then all of the funds within that market, within that block are executed at the same price. So for example, Gam, if you are buying, you want to sell Adam, the Adam token at $11. And I want to sell the Adam token at $10.50. And both of our limit order cells are filled within the same block, then you would get $11 for your Adam and I would get $10.50. But the two people that filled our orders on the other end would both get the Adam at $10.50. And that wouldn't, that's obviously extreme slippage. That wouldn't happen within a, in a 600 millisecond block. What that does is gets better order execution and better trading experience so that there isn't front running on the blockchain. So we've done a lot of customizations at the chain level to make for a far better trading experience and a far better optimized blockchain for exchange developers. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So yeah, that's really cool. So now I want to discuss more about the infrastructure of the Say Network. So so before, right, autumn market makers, so also known as AMM, have like basically dominated the DeFi landscape. But then Say has adopted another narrative, and that is central limit order books, also known as CLOB, right? So in the CLOB model, limit orders are aggregated to match basically buyers with sellers. And because of CLOBs, they require more transactions than AMM, but sometimes speed and cost are basically the primary barriers to their growth index. So Perhaps like, can you share with us what makes Club better than AMM and like what made say decided to adopt this model? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And to be fair, I don't think that necessarily a central limit order book is exclusively superior to an AMM. It really depends on the user and it depends on the intent of what they're trying to achieve. So for long tail assets where there isn't a very deep liquidity and there isn't able to provide uh, deep liquidity for like spot trading then an AMM model makes a lot of sense. But for a perpetuals protocol or for trading of more liquid and larger assets, then an order book makes a lot of sense. And so for say, we built an order book module into the blockchain so that you can leverage this order book for trading and for ex exchanges that are going to use a central limit order book. And we've also built in a order matching engine built into the chain, again, for optimization for exchanges. But that doesn't force any DeFi protocol to use that building on say. And there's going to be a gamut of different different use cases and different exchanges that are going to be targeting different users and looking to get access to different assets. So there's going to be central limit order book exchanges that are doing spot trading. There'll be central limit order book exchanges that are doing derivatives trading and perpetuals or futures. There will also be hybrid automated market makers leveraging a blend of the two. We've kind of seen how Uniswap is kind of transitioned more and more towards a central limit order book and is doing more of a hybrid AMM model as that protocol develops. And then there will be people that are using a full central limit order book as kind of the base for all their trading, especially on purpose protocols. I think it makes much more sense to need a central limit order book. So what we built at Say is the infrastructure for any exchange to build and be able to execute in, in short time, leveraging uh, Cosm Wasm smart contracts but doing so without being hindered by 
needing to use a an AMM or needing to use the cloud model, they can pick what's best for for their use case. Yeah, sounds great. Cool. So now that we know how amazing Say is and how friendly it is to DeFi builders, can you share how else like your community can engage with Say? Like I heard something about the Atlantis program. Can you share a bit about that? Yeah, no, appreciate that. It's been really awesome to see our community grow. I've been helping with alongside a really strong team and helping us with community growth, with our marketing, our content messaging. We're a, a new blockchain, right? We're not a kind of typical monolithic L1 blockchain. And we're not also a very specific application-specific blockchain. We're a sector-specific blockchain for DeFi and trading applications. And that's a very new concept, right? And so being able to disseminate that and make that accessible and communicate our value proposition, especially when we're only on testnet, we're not even live on mainnet, has been a challenge. And it's something that our team has definitely risen up to the challenge. So it's been awesome to see the community kind of rally around the, the value proposition that we're bringing to the market. And so there's a lot of good, great ways to get involved and connected with Say. I think first and foremost, it's easy just to follow Say Network on Twitter. And you can learn more about the, the blockchain itself, what we're optimizing for, what makes us unique, and also engage with the community. And then you can get involved in our Discord, which has been very active. It's been awesome. We have over 100,000 users on our Discord and members, and they've been incredibly active. It's, it's really hard to even keep up. It's exciting the amount of enthusiasm that we have around the blockchain. So I highly recommend you join our Discord. The link is in our bio on Twitter. And from our Discord, then you can get to understand more about what are the ongoings in our community, what are things that like events we have coming up, what are ways that you can connect with the team. And then to your point, Gam, what we're really excited about is Atlantis, which is an international growth program, helping people that really want to dig deeper into Say and dig deeper into the, the emerging DeFi ecosystem within crypto and helping us grow our message and also helping them grow their opportunities within DeFi. So the International Growth Program is actually a Web3 uh, professional development program, where as you take on more responsibility and as you gain on, take on more tasks and kind of prove yourself as a strong contributor, then you're actually leveling up within the program towards getting a full-time role within Web3, whether that's directly at Say, one of the ecosystem projects building on Say, or whether it's with another company or team that we know in the, in the space. And so it's been really exciting. So the Atlantis program is, yeah, for people that want to continue to grow their skill set, get involved in content creation, or whether it's educational information or keeping people up to date of what's happening within the Discord, helping out as far as answering questions, supporting validators. There's a huge opportunity set for technical and non-technical people, especially if you want to grow your career within Web3. Yeah, that really does sound exciting. Like, I really love how you guys like structure the program. Like, it's definitely like a win-win to both sides, both say in the community, like they get more exposure and like as they move up the level and while you also get more awareness of say. So, okay. All right. I also want to touch upon another point. Like, since we're currently still in a bear market, so I want to know how say handled it in these recent months, like, what has Say been working on or what have you learned during this time? Yeah, I know. That's a great question. And we feel very fortunate that we have a really strong team that we continue to grow and that despite the market conditions, that's not really affecting us as far as our long-term vision that DeFi will win and that we're building the right infrastructure for DeFi to thrive. 
And so actually, Gam, I think this this recent events with kind of the lies and deceit by Sam Bankman-Fried and all that happened with FTX is really, really horrible for the space. But it's actually mm-hmm. only telling that we're all going to start to need to be more self-reliant, custody our own funds, and interact with pr- protocols permissionlessly via DeFi. And so I think that this only kind of further solidifies that we're in the right place and we're, we have the right mission of helping people onboard into DeFi and have e- great user experiences and user interfaces for DeFi applications. And so we have gone through a capital raise earlier this year, say Labs did, and is well-funded. And we have uh, 10 full-time employees on the engineering side, and we are nine full-time on the growth and go-to-market side. And we continue to look to expand in both areas. I feel very fortunate to have a really strong team around me. And at this point in time, we've also not only been well-capitalized at Say Labs, but we've grown an ecosystem fund. So there's $50 million in funding for DeFi protocols and builders and entrepreneurs that want to build the next level and greatest next greatest exchange or any DeFi protocol leveraging the Say tech stack. So if you're interested in building and think that our Say, our tech stack makes a lot of sense for your next protocol, come and connect with us on Discord and we can get you in touch with the ecosystem fund and we continue to grow. So we have 70 teams now that have committed to building protocols on top of Say as our DeFi ecosystem continues to grow and flourish. And despite the market conditions, I think that that number is only going to continue to grow as we build up towards mainnet. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I completely agree with you there of what happened, like really help us feel like we're in the right direction now. And so, so how do you envision the future of Web3 with Say? Like what's the current roadmap for Say? Yeah. So the, the main thing we're kind of all heads down focused on is gearing up our blockchain and stress testing it and auditing it so that we can actually put it live into production and have people actually start deploying real protocols on top of Say as we're live on mainnet. Right now we're on what we call our testnet, the Say-NAMI testnet, which is an incentivized testnet. And this is actually another opportunity for people to get involved and connect with Say. If you'd like to earn Say tokens and contribute to our network, you can get involved in our Say-NAMI testnet and you can start using some of the protocols that are actually launching on Say. So really excited about that. Vortex is a perpetuals protocol that is building and launching on Say. And there are several teams that have committed to putting their protocols on our testnet. So we'll be launching those and people will be able to trade and use those DeFi protocols or use their vaults or execute swaps as they go live on our testnet. And then after we go live on mainnet, I think in the the coming months and years, to your point, Gam, DeFi is going to only continue to grow and gain greater adoption. And what we need to do is ensure that we have the best infrastructure for DeFi protocols to be able to easily onboard and have a seamless user experience for the end user. So actually in my vision, Gam, I don't think that even DeFi is going to be something that is front facing. I think that a lot of users will be leveraging exchanges on built on DeFi in the background of whatever applications they're using. So mm-hmm. an example could be like Spotify, right? And, and the music industry and digital music could be leveraging a lot of the technologies that we're building on chain in the background. And as, as you, like an artist, you could pay for the song with crypto directly in the app. You could earn a social credibility and could write reviews about artists and you could earn money for doing so directly within Spotify. And there's lots of different ways that I think web apps are going to start implementing blockchain. And as we do that, we want to make sure that the rails that they're built on are really strong. 
and that it provides a seamless end user experience. So that's where I think the web is headed. And we're definitely want to see ourselves as kind of a core infrastructure part of that, providing the, the layer one blockchain for a lot of these DeFi protocols to leverage, to help build and connect with a lot of the front facing user applications. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, so Dan, last question before we end this session. What do you think is the key thing that makes a successful one has brought to you where you are now? For example, this could be like good UX or have like strong community or active moderators. What, what would you be, what do you think is the key thing? Yeah, no, I mean, all of those are definitely accurate, but I would say it really starts with our engineering team. We have a really, really talented engineering team that have gotten their hands really dirty with Golang and building with the Cosmos SDK and Tendermint consensus and have really built a unique blockchain. Uh, We're not kind of your typical Cosmos app chain. In fact, we don't consider ourselves an application-specific chain. We're a sector-specific chain. We've done lots of customizations at the consensus level to really optimize the chain for, for low latency and for trading and exchange benefits. And that is not an easy task. And we're working with some of the most impressive and kind of knowledgeable people in the cosmos. So Zaki Mannion is a technical advisor and Marco, who works at the Interchain Foundation, has done a lot of support and is a technical advisor. And we've also worked with some of the top validators in giving us feedback and, and directing kind of technical questions as we launch and build out this blockchain. But I think the reason that we've had 70 different protocols that have decided to launch and build on, say, and we've gotten a lot of traction within our marketing community is all due to the fact that we're building a really strong blockchain for DeFi to kind of emerge and thrive as we come out of this bear market and we have a lot of usage across DeFi and as adoption grows. So I definitely think that with such a strong engineering team and and continue to scale that engineering team, that's what has given us a strong position in the market. But really, the work doesn't stop from here, right? We need to continue to deploy more protocols on our test net. We need to continue to stress test the chain and then get more audits of the chain and, and gear up as we go towards mainnet. But I feel very fortunate to have such an awesome engineering team that I get to work with on a daily basis and they make my job a lot easier. Great. That's a great answer. So before we end this, any advice you'd like to leave for our DeFi founders or builders out there listening right now? Yeah, alpha of the day. That's a good question. (laughs) I think right now it's easy to get distraught or it's easy to get frustrated or kind of lose sight of the grander vision that we're building in crypto. You know, I think I'm personally very upset with all that Sam Bankman fried and and kind of his core team and all that was done to hurt Mm -hmm. our industry and, and hurt a lot of people financially. And heard a lot of protocols that were reliant on their ecosystem that they built. But now is the time to double down and realize that we're building this because we believe in permissionless access to finance. And that regardless of your gender, your ethnicity, or where you come from, you should be able to get access to financial applications and financial tools. And there shouldn't be such censorship that we need to double down on transparency and openness And that's what being able to see funds moving on chain and the openness of on chain provides and doubling down on growing this industry. We can't give up now. And so I really think that if you're a founder and you really believe in those ethos, 
this is the time to double down. There is still plenty of opportunity for growth. Like I said, we still have a, a big ecosystem fund for talented developers. And so continue to work on your idea. And even if you can't leave your full-time job because you need that security, dedicate time every week to continuing to build what you're, you're, you have a vision for and connect with like-minded people. Join our, join our community, join other communities in crypto. You're going to find really talented developers that are also building interesting ideas and you'd be able to team up. So I really think, especially these next 12 months, there's a huge opportunity for talented developers to kind of bring products to market where other teams might not have been able to. So I think if anything, the market opportunity is increasing. So just stay head down and focused and and know that if you believe in open finance, this is the, the right time to be building. Yeah, that's great advice. Keep building, guys. Now is the time. If you believe, just keep building. So, well, thank you again for spending time with us today, Dan. Really great time to be speaking with you. So everyone, if you want to know more about Say, check out their Twitter at Say Network, or you can also check out their website, saynetwork.io. And thanks everyone for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like and subscribe to receive notifications of our new clips and stay tuned to see who will be our next guest for the next episode. And see you all again soon. Bye. Awesome. Thanks.